Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Happy Mama Movement podcast. I'm Amy Taylor Cabaz, mama of three, author and creator of Mama Rising. This podcast is dedicated to conversations with the world's leading experts on how we can support and value motherhood differently and mamas themselves, dedicated to changing their own definition of motherhood, all through the lens of the world-changing understanding of matrescence. Thank you for being here, and thank you for being a part of the movement. Welcome back, everyone. You are about to meet one of my favourite people. Gladys Kengal is a mama I met just over 12 months ago when she reached out to me to be a part of the Mama Rising training. She applied for one of our scholarships and was successful, of course, because as you will hear in this conversation with her, her passion for motherhood, her vision for what is possible in her country and her beautiful heart made it the easiest choice of all to bring Gladys into this training and support her over the last 12 months to create her version of matrescence and support her in her vision. I wanted to bring this to you to not only allow you to meet Gladys and get to know her, but also to show you the potential for this. I have written on my desktop on my computer, Heal the Mother, Change the World. And when I speak to Gladys, that's exactly what I feel is possible. There is power in empowering mothers. There is power in understanding matrescence because what it does is it says to a woman who currently thinks she has no choice, she's doing everything wrong, and it just has to be this way. You tell her, no, this is the making of you. You get to choose this differently. You now have a new power inside of you. And when you hear Gladys speaking about the potential of doing this for mamas in Kenya, I hope you too get goosebumps and tears and realize this is what is possible in this world if we come together and talk about motherhood and womanhood differently. So welcome to Gladys's world. Please follow her on Instagram. All the details are in the show notes and enjoy this conversation. Gladys, thank you for finding the time and coming and speaking to us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So please tell everybody here a little about where you are and your story that led you to say yes to mummerizing. Yes, my name is Gladys Mumbi. Uh, I'm a mom of two beautiful, amazing kids. And I live in Kenya, uh, a little town called Kikuyu. 
I've been brought up in an amazing village, if I can put it that way. It's just a small village here in Kenya. And I just grew up loving my life, enjoying. Let me say, I, I, I used to be a free spirit. I used to really enjoy running around through the woods, you know, in town. I just used to be that girl. And um, when I became a mom, if I can put it that way, when I became a mom, you know, the shift, as you all know, the shift happened. And uh, as you all know, even in our community, although that's how I came to learn that it's not only here in Kenya, but everywhere, that we go through a transition. And at that time, I did, I did not know what it was, but uh, really, I, I was just expected to be a mom. I was just expected to take on this huge responsibility that no one really knows how, how you're doing. So when I became the mom for the first time, well, it was a struggle, but I really, really try to keep up because that's how I used to see my mom, how I used to see my grandma. They are strong, strong women. Personally, I grew up with uh, a family who used to love church. So I used to know the value of going to church and especially from my mom, my grandmother, they really are spiritual people. And I never really used to understand that at a young age. So when I became a mom, you know, I just had to be in tune with the spiritual side. That's how I grew up. And when I had my second baby is when now everything became so overwhelming. <laughs> That's where I think my true awakening began because my baby was not, I think he, he really molded me. And uh, that's how I began to search, really, really asking myself questions and wondering, is this how motherhood is going to be? Is this how, you know, my life is going to be? So I used to go to the hospital to take my, my son to the hospital. And um, there's this lady, she's called Samoina. And uh, Samoina was a postpartum depression survivor. And she used to come when I took the baby to the clinic every month. And she used to talk about postpartum depression. And I used to ask myself, you know, Gladys, you are going through something, but it's not depression. And I could feel it in my heart. I could feel I'm going through something, but it's not depression. It's not you know, just like you always say, you know, beyond one year, there's so much support that a mom needs to get beyond just the first year after giving birth. And I knew deep down that this 
had to be something. So that is where my journey began in searching and asking questions. Although I didn't used to find the right answers, all I would get was, you know, Gladys, you're a mom now. You have to get it together. <laughs> this is how it has been done, but I refuse to give up. I refuse to just say, this is how my life is going to be. So I began now searching and searching online. And I think the universe really works wonders when you're really, you really want something. <laughs> it, it just works its own wonders. And I begin now to get to see other moms talking about their own stories in a different way, not the normal, you know, it's been a hard day, not the normal one, but the deep stuff that we usually hide. And that is how my journey really began. I started to uncover, and I, I will comment on some of these pages on Instagram, and I will see other moms respond. And I'm like, hmm. I'm not alone. I think that was where everything now began to open for me. It began to, you know, the universe was just working its own way. So I was really, really resilient on that. And that is when I began to learn about matrescence. And I was like, wow, the aha moment. <laughs> I was like, what is this matrescence thing? The aha moment happened for me and everything just unfolded. And uh, that is how I met the beautiful Jean Dawkins, who <laughs> has, I reached out to her. I just saw somewhere on her Instagram page, a mom coach. <laughs> and I was like, there's a coach for moms? <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that. So I just reached out to her and said, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going through, but I need you to help me understand what it is I'm going through. And she said, yes. And that is how the world of matrescence opened for me. The doors of matrescence opened for me. Yes, so that is my beautiful journey. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Thank you for taking us on that journey with you. You are such a beautiful storyteller, Gladys. You have a way with your words and the way you speak. It's just divine. Thank you. I really would love us all to understand through your eyes and your experience why matrescence was so important for you in the way that mothers are valued in your culture, in your part of the world? You said that you were expected to be a mum and that there were, you said something like, you're a mum now, you just have to get it together. Very much these expectations that we talk about in Mama Rising, what's the experience of that in Kenya? And in Africa? Yeah, in Kenya, uh, Amy, 
you know, moms, we are the primary, let's say the foundation of everything. And here being a mother is a really, really huge, huge role. It's a really huge responsibility. And here moms literally take pride in doing it all. We take pride of being the wife, being the, the mother, being the worker, being at the farm, taking care of even animals growing up in a rural area. Uh, I've grown up seeing women wake up very, very early. You go to the farm, you get milk from the cow, you come cook food for your family. You work tirelessly. You work tirelessly. And that is how we, or, or I rather, have grown up being, you know, as a mother, that is your role. You need to be everything. And even when a woman is married off to the husband, they are told now, you know what, Gladys, your role is to, you're a wife now, you're a mother now. You need to be the backbone of the family. It's a huge, huge responsibility. And again, the value of mothers. Mothers, you know, that is why it was, sorry, that is why it was really, really important for me to bring matrescence and to learn about matrescence. I can say that according to my own family, as much as being a mother is a huge, huge role, it is usually undervalued. And I grew up in this family, you know, my mom, let me say about my mom. My mom didn't finish school she, because of poverty. So she had, she was the firstborn of seven children. So she had to um, leave school in order to take care of her younger brothers and sisters. So she started off at a very, very young age. And that is how women here in our community, your responsibility is usually given to you at a very, very young age. So my mom, she had to drop out of school. And when, when she grew up and met my dad, um, I remember just growing up and just seeing how my dad used to talk to her or when they will have a little fight and he will just, it, it was not a beautiful thing growing up because uh, they used to fight a lot. There was so much tension in the family, but my mom held it together. I think that is how many women in our community uh, are. Even if it's tough, even if there is fighting, because our culture really, embraces the family unit, the women have to keep it together no matter what. Mm -hmm. So I remember even when I used to grow up maybe, and my dad will tell me, you know, you're going to end up just like your mother. And at that time, I never used to understand that, what he was saying, although it used to hurt me, but it shows the value of a woman is not really important. You're just a mom. Yes, she used to be just a mother, but it really led me to understand 
So when I grew up and I became to understand about the role of women, the role of a mother, and when I became a mother myself, I knew that the role of a woman is just so, so much. We do so, so much. And it requires a lot of support, even from our family members. So why I really, really wanted to learn about matrescence here is to make people here in my community understand that women are not just moms. Many women here are not educated, but they are still doing an important role. They sacrifice so much for their family. And even if you didn't go to school, even if you went to school, it's the role of a mother cannot be compared with any other. So that is why I begin to share my journey and my story with other people as well. When you and I have spoken before, you've said that, again, traditionally, the mothers would have been in a village feeling environment and you they would have shared the load and it would have been working together and looking after each other's children. But now you have women mothers who are isolated from that community support and many of them are also having to work in jobs outside of the house for money and they can't get care for the children that that village environment has really changed in Kenya as well can you tell us about that you know when my mom grew up she used to tell me of a village the village here was very, very important. It was intact. And mothers would come together, women would come together and celebrate the birth of a baby and also the birth of a mama. And she will get all the support that she needs. But, you know, education is something that came just not long ago here in Africa. and women now began to shift and, you know, get into now the serious roles of the workspace. And they began now moving away from the village and into the town areas. So that is how the shift happened here in Kenya. Because now as the women are moving away from the village, your mom lives a thousand miles away. The women who are in the village cannot come to you, to town, to help you when you have a baby. What happened now, as more and more women began now moving away from the, the village and coming to town and getting educated and getting jobs, the, now, the village now began to slowly fade away. And that just like even outside in the US, it, it, it has greatly impacted that. So that is what happened. And now women right now are having to, taking, to take care of your young ones alone. Even if your mom can visit, 
you live in a small, small space. So it's, you have a husband, it's, it's not really going to work. And also, just like how I grew up, we were not taught the value of being a mom. I was not taught that. Growing up, I knew that being a mom was not really valued. So I know that that is the case for many, many women and many, many moms even now, knowing that that role has not really been made important. So that is also another thing that has made us to move away from the village. And that is why I really want to bring back that aspect. And tell us how you want to do that with this mummerizing training and you have a small shop space in your town. Can you paint us a picture of the beautiful vision you have for mothers in your community? When I close my eyes, I just envision women coming together and gathering and learning from one another. The reason why I really, really love my shop is because it is somewhere where someone can find me. Some women come here all the time. We have long conversations. And that is why I want to use this Mama Rising training to be able to share <laughs> my story and to gather women together to be able to understand. Just like you always say, whisper the wisdom. So I envision my shop to be a place of gathering and someone can come and they can find me here and say, you know, I've had so many conversations with mamas here. So many women have poured their heart and it feels amazing to be able to have that role and know the importance of that role. I think it's very, very important for women to know matrescence is just a gift and once you get a hold of it you just need to continue to share it with other women so i love this space it's been an amazing amazing thing to have and hopefully one day i'll be able to have a non-profit organization that will be able to empower women, that will be able to assist women, that will be able to, you know, be a safe space for women, because I think it's important for also women to have that safe space to come and feel that they belong somewhere, because that, that, is, that is what I got. I, through Mama Rising, I got a safe space with everyone, all these mamas who are on the live. And uh, I got that place where I can just be myself without feeling judged. So that is what I want to continue doing to offer this amazing, amazing thing 
to women, to as many women as I can, and to be able to pass it on to others. Trying really hard not to cry right now and staying professional. (laughs) (laughs) Your vision is, I mean, I know we all feel the same. If we could have these places where women and mothers feel safe and held and supported around the world, what a different world we would have. Gladys, you are also super passionate about period poverty and ending it. you know, I'm sure everyone on this call um, is aware of the struggles around this in some parts of the world, but could you please, like you do, paint us a beautiful picture of the reality of this in your community? Tell us about that. Yes. Oh, period poverty is something that is real. And um, I myself have has experienced it. Uh, growing up, it, it was really, really tough. And sometimes I would not be able to get access to that, to to the period products. And especially with, you know, some, a girl like me, I used to really have a heavy, heavy flow. So if you have a heavy flow, you require, a, you know, it costs money. So. I never used to look forward to that time of the month because I knew, oh my goodness, how am I going to handle this? And I know mine is not worse. There are women, there are so many girls out here and women who miss out on school because of their period every month. They don't go to school for a week. every, So, you know, they miss out on a lot. And it's a huge, huge reality that needs to be talked about, that needs to be shared. So I really envision myself to be able to support women with period products, to be able to support them because sometimes you don't even have the money. It's either you eat or you buy the period product. So some women have to choose between that. You don't even have money. You end up using old socks. You end up using a blanket. So the reality of period poverty is huge. Millions of women and girls suffer every single month. So my vision is to be able to support women in that very important thing because even here period is usually you you can be shamed of because of you're on your period so many people have been shamed i've been shamed as well and it really really hurts you know to be able to be going through one thing and not have the support that you need so my vision is when I open my now support group, which is called Mama Kazaliwa in Swahili, which means the rebirth of a mama. I, I just want to be able to support women with the period products and to know that, to let them know that you understand them. Just like you always say, meet them where they are. To let a mama 
know that I understand you. I understand what you're going through. It's so, so important for me. And so how do you think these conversations, these changes you want to see, will be accepted in the community? I ask this because your vision is so huge and I know everyone in Mama Rising wants this to happen for you and we are here to support you. But I can imagine that these are not conversations that are happening, you know, easily in the street, that these topics of valuing mothers and women differently, of period support, of empowerment, of using your voice, of speaking up, all of these things are not common. So how do you feel about your role and your vision? How do you feel about it when you close your eyes and see it? I have to say that when women come together, wonderful things happen. And uh, having these conversations is not an easy thing, but it is very, very important. And the way I feel is that I just need to continue with having these conversations. I need to continue speaking about it. I know it's a huge, huge role and it's not going just to open up just like that, but following the little footsteps following the breadcrumbs and be able now to grow and having the drive to grow. That is how I feel is very, very important to be able to listen to what women are going through, to be able to connect. You know, like myself, I used to do networking. So I really, really love to network with so, so many people. And uh, I'm really grateful for the support of Mama Rising and the women who are who have been there. So the important thing is having the conversations and just getting to trust the process as well. Mm. Wow. What can we, the Mama Rising community, both this year and in the future years, do to support this vision of yours? What do you need, both practically and, you know, emotionally, to be able to do this? Wow, that's a beautiful question, Amy. You know, the support that I've gotten has been tremendous. And what I would love for Mama Rising, when we come together and support where we can, even if it can be in a small way, it can create a huge, huge impact for mamas here in Kenya. And I think that is what Mama Rising is about. 
When I close my eyes, I envision all the women surrounding me. And when the mama rising team will come together, it's going to hugely, hugely support Mama Kazaliwa. Speaking about it, if someone is willing to donate, if someone is willing to share about my story, that is where it will begin. And more and more women are going to come together and we are all going to be standing beside each other. And we are going to all take a step forward. So that is the what I would love for Mama Rising. Well, I think you've made every single one of us cry. <laughs> we are all in tears because I'm speaking for everyone and I hope that's okay. Um, we are standing with you on the other, in the other side of the world. We are standing with you. We want this vision too. We can feel that this is the way we can create great impact, great impact in so many different women's lives. It's just Mama Gladys. Everyone just comes in and they can get baby clothes and they can get period products and they can talk about the birth or they can get what they need from this place. That really is what this shop will turn into. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Amy. It's beautiful. You know, my story has been really, really something when I look at back because my transition happened last year and I really, really had to do the inner work. <laughs> I really, really had to do that. And I believe that when we come together, we can also inspire women to do the same for themselves. It's not easy. I know everyone here can relate about the first time you know, they were hearing about matrescence. I think it, it's just this huge amount of energy <laughs> that consumes you. And you're like, why haven't I known about this? Where has it been? So that is my vision, to be, be able to inspire women, to look inside them, to know their superpower. <laughs> So, yes, we are going to come together and we are going to rise. So. We are. And Dean, I wholeheartedly agree. Dean puts in the comments, I think Mama Rising needs to make Gladys our official international spokeswoman and send her around the world. Yes, get your passport ready, Gladys. You're going to stand on stages around the world. Can I also just add what you were just saying? And I know, um, if I may speak about myself here for a moment, but, you know, creating this training, there's been moments of thinking. And Jean, you and I have had very in-depth conversations about this. Is this a white Western problem? Like, is matrescence something that resonates with us because of the way our culture talks about motherhood and womanhood? Or does it actually have the potential to connect with women no matter where they are and what they're going through. The way Dr. Athen talks about it and teaches it is, yes, it does, 
just as adolescence affects every person on the planet, no matter where you are and how you grew up, so too does matrescence if you became a mother. But I'm going to try and not cry too much here. To have connected with you, Gladys, and to have seen and heard through Jean that actually, yeah, it does. It makes just as much a difference and you get the same response of, why didn't I know about this? I thought it was just me. Whether you're in Kenya or Australia or anywhere in between. And it has been, so I hope for everyone listening that that is also this sinking in of the truth of this, that this is unifying and global. This has the potential to for every single mama. So to have learned that through you, Gladys, I am so incredibly grateful to have seen the impact of that one word it has been such a moment. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thank you so much. I have learned so much from memorizing from your program and it has forever changed who I am. You know, I used to constantly judge myself. And just like you said, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. It, the impact is the same. And what memorizing has done for me personally, it has changed me to who I am becoming. Not the mother that society tells me who breaks their back not what you know when, what I see online tells me but what I'm telling myself my own journey and that is what I see for other mamas wherever they are they might be in the middle of nowhere but they are doing they are going through the same experience and I will be forever grateful because I'm more happy, I'm more calm, you know, I'm really aware, I'm really in tune. You know, your program has really taught me how to connect with myself emotionally, spiritually, physically, in all aspects. And just like you were talking about yesterday on Facebook, you stop seeing it, it, you know, motherhood makes you, you know, tra transitions you from me to we. Yeah. So we are rising together. <laughs> the reminder of the privilege we have has really sunk in today in this conversation and also seeing what's happening in Afghanistan every day, every minute at the moment on the news has also just, I think we've all had moments of checking ourselves in the last 24 hours. And also, I love the way you said, Nat, thank you for giving us that vocabulary, Gladys, because actually that was a really beautiful way of saying, I wrote it down too. I'm going through something, but I know it's not depression. Yeah, we all wrote that down. So you know what? You've given us new words today, Gladys. You have helped us become better memorizing facilitators in the way that you shared your story. Um, you know that you have your inner circle here. 
as I say to every single one of the mummerizing facilitators I speak to, you know, lean into the group, ask for what you need, tell us what you need to do to do this work. But more than anyone else in our group, I want to say that to you. Um, we all want this for you and to be a part of it with you. So we are standing shoulder to shoulder. Beautiful. Thank you for, thank you for saying yes and being here. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And I'm really, really honoured. And I feel so, so empowered. And I have that feeling that the future is going to transform because of what we are doing. These seeds that we are planting are going to grow into beautiful, beautiful flowers one day. And uh, I just dream that one day the future will be better for our young girls, for the women who will come after us. And uh, I'm just really, really honored to be part of this journey. And uh, the beautiful Jean sent me your amazing book. Yes. <laughs> it's like the Bible of my trust. And I really envision one day these books to be sold everywhere here in Kenya and for women to be able to have this wonderful, uh, amazing story, your story to be shared. and. Uh, I'm just really happy. <laughs> oh, may I finish by adding to that vision of having the Mama Rising book everywhere in Kenya? It will be right next to your book, telling your story of matrescence in Kenya. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the most amazing, inspiring reminder of what we're here to do. Um, I cannot wait to continue to do this with you, with all of us together. Thank you, Gladys, for being such a light in this world. Thank you, Amy. It's been a pleasure. You know, I think we draw the energy from one another. We receive and we give. So. I feel everyone's energy and I'm sending that same energy to you all. I think the words dream come true are thrown around a lot. But really, there are no other words I can use to describe how I feel to have Gladys in my world and to know that together and with so many other mummerizing facilitators, we can create the changes that she envisages. It is a dream come true to be able to do this work and to share it with you. You're a part of this too. Even in the small conversations you have around motherhood and womanhood and matrescence in your circles, in your communities, changes the way the world views us. So thank you. Thank you for being a part of this dream. The Mama Rising training only runs once a year, so we will be reopening the doors in August 2022 for a start in September 
2022. But in the meantime, if you want to dive in to how you too can look at matrescence and the possibility of it in this world, I invite you to go onto my website and download the Forgotten Transition. It's a conversation between myself and two of the world's leading motherhood and matrescence experts. It will show you the potential for this work. Thank you for being a part of this conversation, Mama. We change the way mothers are valued and seen in our society and our world by bringing these conversations to light and spreading the whispers of matrescence. And so I ask you to be a part of this movement now. Speak to others around you about matrescence, about your experience of motherhood. Let's bring it to light together. To find out more about matrescence, go to amytaylorkabaz.com forward slash matrescence and receive your free ebook, The Matrescence Map, so you can understand it even deeper. Thank you for being a part of this. Until next week, Satnam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.